0: Good morning, everybody on your feet. It's time to worship our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, our God is so awesome, amen. We bless your holy name, God. I praise you and I thank you because you have given us life. You have a good plan for our lives. Lord, we we just give you all the glory, every bit of it just belongs to you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Here we go. Giver of every breath I breathe, author of all eternity. Giver of every perfect thing, to you be the glory. Yes. Maker of heaven and of earth, no one can comprehend your worth. King over all the universe, to you be the glory. And I'm alive because, because
1: I'm alive, alive in You. Yes. Hallelujah! It's, it's all because, because of Jesus I'm alive. I'm alive. Yeah. It's all because of the blood of Jesus Christ. We bless Your name, Lord. It, it covers me and raises dead men's life yeah. It's all.
0: Giver of every breath I breathe, author of all eternity, giver of every perfect thing,
1: to you be the glory.
0: Hallelujah! Maker of heaven and of earth, no one can comprehend your worth. King over all the universe, to you be the glory.
1: Blood of Jesus Christ, it covers me. It
0: covers covers me me and raises dead men's
1: life. It's all because of Jesus.
0: It's all because the blood of Jesus Christ, yeah, it, it covers me and raises way. dead man's life.
1: It's, it's all because, because of Jesus, Jesus. every sunrise sings your, your praise, the universe cries out your praise. praise. I'm singing freedom all my days, now that I'm
0: It's all because the blood of Jesus Christ, oh, it covers me and, yeah. it covers me, me and, and raises, raises dead man's life.
1: It's all because of Jesus, it's all because of Jesus I'm alive. Hallelujah.
0: thank you, Jesus. It's, it's all because of the blood of Jesus Christ.
1: He covers me and raises dead man's life It's all because of Jesus i alive
0: Jesus, thank you Jesus thank you Jesus Lord we just bless you when we glorify you and I thank you for your unchanging love which is just it's outstanding it's beyond my imagination you are so good to us God your love for me won't change even when I hold back even when I and says
1: we
0: love you hallelujah lord hallelujah lord by the cross i am free your grace changes everything i was blind now i see your grace changes everything by the cross i am free your grace changes
1: everything I was blind, now I see, your grace changes everything. By the cross I am free, your grace changes everything. I was blind, now I see, your grace changes everything. Oh, how we love you, Jesus. we Jesus, love you. You are the joy yes. of all creation. Oh, how we love you, Jesus. We love you. This is the sound of adoration. Oh, how we love you, Jesus. We love you. You are the joy of all creation. Oh, how we love you,
0: Jesus. We love you. I want to do that for Your grace changes everything. I was blind, now I see. Your grace changes everything. By the cross,
1: I I am free.
0: Your grace changes everything. I
1: was blind, now I see. Your grace changes everything. By the cross, your grace changes Thank you, everything. Jesus. I was blind, now I see.
2: Your grace changes
1: everything.
0: I bless your holy name, God, and I am so grateful, so grateful, so grateful. Lord, we remember you today. We remember who you are. We remember what you've done for us. We remember that you died on the cross. You shed your blood for me, for you. You rose again. You gave us grace and you gave us hope. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. It wasn't for nothing that you shed your blood. So I'm gonna live like my shame is gone. Yes. Won't be shackled to the way I was, no. So I'm gonna live like my chains are gone. Yeah. Gone. gone. Now my sin is dead and gone. And I see.
1: Hallelujah.
0: will overcome, yeah, so I'm gonna shout like the battle's won, oh, fall back, devil, cause your time is up, yeah, I'm gonna live like the stone is gone. jesus we bless you we lift your name on high you are worthy god thank you lord jesus thank you lord he's good amen you are so awesome god lord i pray that you'll just have your way in this service today touch us all make me more like you and i pray that everybody is saying the same thing because you will you will help us open our eyes to something about you today that we've either either forgotten or not known yet Open our eyes today, Lord. I bless you and I thank you. In Jesus' holy name, let's give him one more shout. Yes! Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Thank you, Lord.
2: Hey, PCA family, we have so many things going on. We want to make sure you stay in touch with all of them to be sure and stay connected, take a look at the following slides.
0: Hello everyone, it is time to start on our Easter production, Jesus We Crown You With Praise. We did this one last year. We're hoping that everybody that was involved will want to come back and do their same thing this year. It's gonna be awesome. I do need the vocalists to come to choir practices starting next Monday, January 31st, 6 p.m. back in the library. Can't wait to see you there. me, 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 me. Get ready.
1: Hey, this is Patrick Drake, reminding all of you that are want to go to Winter Jam. This Sunday is the deadline to sign up. It's $35, I will need that money this Sunday because that covers your admission. It includes a coupon for merchandise, a collectible lanyard, and a pass for our early admission. So I hope to see y'all then. Sign up if you haven't already, and I hope, and hope you have a great time. God bless. Hey
0: everybody, this Sunday night, January 30th, our auditorium. We're having an all-worship night. Come and join us. You're not going to want to miss this. It's going to be a great time.
2: To find out more about the slides you just saw, be sure and visit PCACHurch.com. Thank you for coming, and welcome home. You found a place to belong, to believe, and to become. Good morning, PCA. Well, thank you for the five that responded. I really appreciate that. Before I do my song in, what is it, H minor? Okay, thank you. Olivia's been to school and learned different things. We want to welcome our guests, and you are guests here in this wonderful home that we call our church home. And we want to welcome you. I want you to know you're welcomed even if you have one of these. Well, there was three people there. Okay. (laughs) I'm getting better. If you would do us a favor and fill this out, the VIP card, we would so appreciate it. We want to learn about you, we want to meet you, we want to know you. And the best way to do it is to give us some information if 400 people haven't come up and talked to you already. Uh, <laughs> ONG, Oklahoma Natural Gas, will get a rate increase to cover the cost of supplying gas to homes during a cold spell last year. I thought that was what they do. It's gonna be an increase of around $8 a month for 25 years. What? (laughs) In case you hadn't heard about it, how much money do they need? Plus, I was driving here. I went by uh, the gas station where I get my gas. Gas is up like nine cents. If you bought food, it's way up. And they're talking about increasing the minimum wage to $15 an hour. Now, when I was 14, I went to work for a paycheck at 55 cents an hour. Cheap labor. Uh, they fired me because I wasn't 16, and the uh, minimum wage law had come into come into being. So I went home, sat there for a while. I don't remember what I did, but they called on my birthday, called my mother, and said, "Can he come back to work? He's 16." Great. Went back to work, dollar 15 an hour. I bought a car. A dollar 15 an hour. No one ever heard of that in their lives. But my mother about six months later said, you know, the price of groceries has gone way up because of the $1.15 an hour I was getting paid. Over the years, I've watched as the minimum gas bill in the summer is more than my first gas bill and electric bill and car payment total. I pay now in the summertime when I don't use gas $40 just to be hooked up to gas. I haven't figured that one out yet. Well, in reading, in reading the Bible, I came across Jeremiah 17. Blessed are those who trust in the Lord and have made the Lord their hope and confidence. They are like trees planted along a river bank with roots that reach deep into the water. Such trees are not bothered by the heat or worried by long months of drought. Their leaves stay green and they go right on producing delicious fruit. This is speaking about tithing. Long months of drought could be what we call inflation right now. But I think if you go through and talk to people who tithe, and I'm talking about tithing from the heart, you'll find that they're not worried that much about everything going up. Yeah, we complain, but I go to my checking account and I still got a lot of money in there. I don't know why, but it's from tithing. Give to God and he will give back to you. The Bible says it shall be returned to you. Shaken down, pressed together, and overflowing. And it doesn't say unless there is no inflation. Remember, you can give without loving, but you can't love without giving. And we make it easy. Several ways you can give. You can mail it to 2313 East Prospect. That's right here, Punk City. Text to PCA Church 844 390 2401 or go online to PCAchurch.com forward slash contributions. If I can get the purple bag boys to come forward, if they're out there, if they know who they are. Do we have any? (laughs) Next uh, week, we're going to get some faster guys. Come on up, guys. (laughs) 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 Heavenly Father, we thank you so much that we can come into your house, into your home, our church home, dear Lord. We ask you to take this offering, this tithe that we give to you, Use it to your will, dear dear Lord, because we know that you can use it so much better than we can. All these things we ask in Jesus' precious and holy name, amen.
3: You thought I was worth saving. Hallelujah. So you came and changed my life. You thought I was worth keeping. You cleaned me up Jesus. inside. You thought I was to die for, so you sacrificed your life you, so I can be free, yes. so I could be yes. whole, so I could tell everyone I know. You thought I was worth saving. Thank you, Lord. Come on. So you came and changed my life. You thought I was worth
1: keeping. Hallelujah, church! So you cleaned me up inside. You thought I was to die for. So you sacrificed your life. So I could be free. So I could be whole. So I could tell everyone I know. You thought I was worth saving. Hallelujah! So you came and changed my life. You thought I was worth keeping. inside, you thought I was to die for, so you sacrificed your life, so I could be free, so I could be whole, so I could tell everyone I know. And I I will tell everyone I know
3: You thought I was worth saving Come on (laughs) So you came and changed my life You thought thought I was was worth keeping keeping. Oh, hallelujah So So you cleaned me up inside You thought I was to
1: die for So you sacrificed your life so, so I can, can be, be free, free. So, so I can, I can be whole So I can tell everyone hallelujah.
3: So you came and changed my life. You thought I was
1: worth keeping. So you cleaned me
3: up inside. You thought I was to die for. You thought I was to die for. thought you were to die for. your chance, church. Tell him. Yeah. You thought I was worth saving. Hallelujah. So you came and changed my life. You thought I was worth keeping. Hallelujah. Yeah. Woo! So you clean me up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You thought I was to die for. thought you he thought you were to die for hallelujah he thought i was to die for come on church sing it and now i am you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Come on. Give Him praise for saving you, for keeping you. Hallelujah. For dying for you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, that you thought I was to die for. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Turn to your neighbor and say, come on. Uh, Thank God today. Amen for all you have. Give Him blessings. God bless you. Lord." Did I tell you to sit down? If I did, I'm sorry. Please stand up. I thought I just said, tell your neighbor. I don't know if I told you to sit down or not. Take this Bible and hold it up high. Thank God for His word today, Amen. Wouldn't it be terrible if He left us without His word? Oh, my goodness. Thank God for His word. Repeat this after me. Thy word is a lamp lamp unto my feet. feet. Thy word is a light light unto my path. path. And thy word Will I hide in my heart heart that I might not not sin against Thee? thee. Lord, help me me every day day. to read Thy Word. And Lord, help me me every day day. to live Thy Word. I love love Thy Word. word. And dear Lord, Lord. especially today, help the preacher. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Man, there's a great presence of God in this house. Amen? Amen. Good praise and worship. I'm ready for the word. Today the title of my message is this. Forget me not. Forget me not. All of us want to be remembered. And hopefully we are remembered for the good things in our lives. Sometimes you can live a life doing a lot of good things, but then do one thing wrong, and that's what everybody remembers. You know, King David had a great life. He started off, you know, with a shepherd and t- killing lions and bears. Then he killed a giant and all these things. But a lot of times when we think of King David, we think about the bad thing that he did. Yeah, Bathsheba. Samson, great man of God, did all these wonderful, mighty, powerful things, but we also remember what Delilah seems to be a common denominator of women. Maybe. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's biblical. I gotta preach the truth. But no, here's what I want you to do for me. I want you to close your eyes for just a moment. And if you're old enough, I want you to think back to high school. If you're not old enough to think back to high school, then think about elementary school. <laughs> but you're here today, your eyes are closed, you're thinking back to high school, and I want you to think about your best friend. Your best friend in high school. I had a best friend, he was my best man in my wedding, his name was Mitchell Smith, great guy. Think about your best friend in high school. Now, when was the last time you talked to them? When was the last time you thought about that best friend? Now open your eyes. How many of you would say it's been a while since you've talked to or thought about your best friend in high school? My best friend in high school, he was in my wedding right after we graduated. I've seen him once since I graduated high school. I hardly ever think about him. The only time I think about him is when the alert comes up on my phone, it's his birthday. So I send him a happy birthday thing, and then I forget about him to the next year. So many times in our lives, we have amazing friends. We do amazing things in our life. We have an amazing event in our life. And we all say this, I will never forget you. I will never forget you. I will never forget this event. I will never forget This moment, and what do we do? We forget. We say, I will never forget, and then we all of a sudden go from never forget to, oh, I forgot. 9-11 happened in our nation, and the whole thing was, we will not forget. And every year they read off all the thousands of names. And I remember the first year, after the event, I was there watching the television, and I listened to every name being read off. But as the years passed, guess what I'll do sometimes? I'll turn it on and they're they're doing the names and what will I do? I'll change the channel. Yeah. Because I know it's going to take them a couple of hours to read through all these names. But every name is important and they do that. Why? So that we will not forget. As a matter of fact, there's a a thing in our brain that that causes us to forget. It's called interference. Interference. Interference is when new information interferes with the previous information that you have. Some of us have had really close friends. Either they move off or we move off and we say, we're going to stay close. We've done that in our lives. And guess what? Interference. Other people come into our lives. Other information come into our lives. And then slowly but surely, the people who we thought, we will talk with them every day. We forget. And we move on with life and we very seldom think about them. As a matter of fact, this whole process is so important to us that we've even named some flowers after it. Forget-me-not flowers. Remember those? Beautiful flowers. You give them so people will not forget you. But the Bible says our lives is like vapor here and gone. It's like the, the rose that blooms and fades. It's like the grass that withers. And one day, if the Lord tarries, I will go on and I wonder what I will be remembered for. Somebody described me this week this way. We turn on our television and watch you screaming at us. I'm like, oh, I do not want to appear to be screaming, but I do want to appear when something's burning inside of me to be passionate. I think it's passionate. They think it's screaming. But I hope they'll remember me. I've done so many memorial services and people are remembering but how long do they remember I remember when my father passed away I was 17 years of age and I, I, I just made it my point I will not forget the sound of my dad's voice I will not forget that and guess what I've done over the years I have forgotten what his voice sounds like why interference I've forgotten events I've forgotten people. I've forgotten those precious moments that I said I would never forget. We have all type of memory tools that we try to employ in our memory, have all these mnemonic devices. I asked my grandkids last night, what are the colors of the rainbow? They did pretty good. But the device we have is is Roy B. Give. Roy B. Give to know what the colors are. Roy G. Biff. See I've already forgotten it. Look at my notes. Roy G. Biv, red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, and violet. In that process, in that we have this memory device, right? We have the memory device of PEMDAS. I mean, what that one means? pimdas Please excuse my dear Aunt Sally. That's because it has to do with the order of operations of math equations. P I M D O S. We have every good boy does fine. Yes. It's the pitches of the five lines of the triple clef. We want to remember that. EGBDF. We use sticky notes so we won't forget. We set alarms on our phones. We set alerts on this day, this happened, And then we may even go so far as to ask someone else to remember for us. I do that all the time with my staff. So if I forget something, it's not my fault. It's their fault. Yes, thank you. (laughs) Or we'll take a picture. We'll never forget this moment. The problem is we don't print off those pictures anymore and we just go through our phone one day and we delete all the pictures. We're like mm, We forget. We forget. Luke chapter 22 verse 7 through 20 says this. Then came the day of unleavened bread on which the Passover lamb had to be sacrificed. Jesus sent Peter and John saying, go and make preparations for us to eat the Passover. Where do you want us to prepare it? He, they asked. He replied, as you enter the city, a man carrying a jar of water will meet you. Follow him to the house that he enters. Say to the owner of the house, the teacher asked, Where is the guest room where I may eat the Passover with my disciples? He will show you a large room upstairs, all furnished. Make preparations there. They left and found things exactly the way Jesus told them. So they prepared the fa- Passover. When the hour came, Jesus and his apostles reclined at the table. And he said to them, I have eagerly desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I tell you, I will not eat it again until it finds fulfillment in the kingdom of God. After taking the cup, he gave thanks and said, Take this and divide it among you. For I tell you, I will not drink again from the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God comes. And he took the bread, gave thanks, and he broke it. And he gave it to them, saying, This is my body given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Say that with me. Do this in remembrance of me. Again, do this in remembrance of me. Repetition is another tool we have to not forget. In the same way, after the supper, he took the cup, saying, this cup is the covenant of my blood, which is poured out for you. This passage of Scripture is so important. Jesus was about to suffer, he knew the cross was coming toward him swiftly. But before he went to that cross, the Bible says he eagerly desired to have this Passover meal with his apostles. He wanted this moment to pierce their heart and their mind. He wanted it written upon their memory, emblazoned upon their memory, so that they would do what? Forget me not. Forget me not. Jesus does not want us to forget him. You've probably had family members that have passed away that were so close to you, but over the years, have you forgotten a lot about them? Have you you made commitments that, you know, once or twice a year we're going to go to that cemetery and put flowers on there, but then you kind of quit doing that too. And we, we just have this interference going on in our lives that causes us not to remember. This passage is called the Last Supper. It's called the Eucharist. The Eucharist is coming from the word that is used there for thanksgiving. Eucharistica, which means thankfulness, thanksgiving. It said, and he gave thanks. He gave Eucharistica, and they remembered the cup, they remembered the, the bread. Why? Because he emblazoned it upon their heart. He said, remember me. It's also called the Holy Communion. Some churches call it the Lord's Table. Whatever word you use, it describes the same thing. In the Catholic Church, they believe that whenever they pray over the, the, the wine, the grape juice, or they pray over the bread, that it changes its substance to literally become the blood and the body of Jesus Christ. That's called transubstantiation. We do not believe in transubstantiation in our church. We believe that when we have the cup, we have the bread, that it is not the substance of the body and blood of Jesus Christ, but we believe it is symbolic to remind us. We do this in remembrance of Christ. So we do not believe that it's the actual blood and body of Christ, but we believe it represents a symbolic. In the assemblies of God, we have two ordinances. We don't have any sacraments. We have two ordinances. One ordinance is water baptism, and it's symbolic. We believe in baptizing after salvation, and uh, it does not save you, but it lets everybody else know you have been saved. And we believe it symbolizes the death when we put you under the water of your life, It believes you have a new creation when you come up in Christ. And so it represents death of your old life and a birth of your new life in Christ. And that public profession helps us to be responsible and accountable to everyone else. We have this Holy Communion, the Lord's Table, the Eucharist, whatever you want to call it, as a reminder of this is what Christ has done for you. And that's why we sang that song this morning. He thought you were worth saving. So He sacrificed His life for you. And if we are not careful, we receive the salvation gift freely. We forget the price that was paid for what God does for us. He sacrificed His life. Uh, We use that term easily, uh, oh, that's to die for. uh, Describing a dress or describing, oh, that's to die for. But when Christ looks at you and me, He goes, no. No. You are to die for. I died for you because I love you. And I want grace and mercy in your life. And I want to bring you salvation that's full and free without all the rules and all the regulations where you come in and you are set free, not put into bondage. So we believe these are symbols. Jesus knew that as human beings, we so easily forget. And that is why he gathered them together, told them specifically what house to go to, follow this guy, the room that's going to be there, prepare it. Why? I've got to do something for these disciples so that they will remember me. 2,000 plus years later, what do we do? We remember. That's an incredible part of Christianity that has survived time remembering what Christ has done for us it helps us to remember because he gave us visual aids some people learn visually some people learn repetitively some people learn learn through rote memorization other people it's just I need to see it to remember it have you ever been going through some of your pictures at your house you go oh I remember that but you didn't remember it until you saw the picture Christ knows that about us and he says you're gonna have something that you can hold something you can touch something you can see why so you will not forget me it helps us remember you say pastor remember what well we need to remember what Christ did for us his death his burial his resurrection the sending of the Holy Spirit and it causes us to look forward to Christ coming back we need to remember that sometimes don't we? we forget Sometimes we think He has forgotten us. When is He ever going to come back? We've been talking about it for generations and nothing's happened. Has He forgotten us? No. The Bible tells us that He thinks on you all the time. He thinks about you all the time. You're the apple of His eye. You are the very thing He died for. So yes, He cares about you and He's right there with you and He's thinking about you and He's doing things for you in your life. And sometimes we're not aware because we've forgotten. It keeps us a reminder of how much He loves us, of our relationship that we're in. It helps to keep our faith stronger. It helps to give our hope strength sometimes and give us peace that surpasses understanding. It reminds us of the price that was paid. And this night was so important that he had this meal and he had it there to remember him. The bread, it is my body, he said. This represents my body. Why do we need to remember the body? Because we need to remember the trial he went through before. We need to remember all the times he was mocked and laughed at. We need to remember that beating that he took for our healing. Don't forget that. We need to remember the crown of thorns that pierced into his skull and brain. We need to remember them pulling his beard out. We need to remember them taking the reed and beating his head so much that his head swole three times its size because of the fluid that was there. We need to remember him taking that cross on his back and walking down the Via Dolorosa. We need to remember Simon the Serene who stopped and helped him when he fell. He picked up the cross and carried it the rest of the way. We need to remember the soldiers casting lots for his garments that day. We need to remember how they were laughing at him and mocking him and nailing his hands and feet to that cross. We need to remember the spear that pierced his side and blood and water flowed. We need to remember him looking at his mother and telling John, take care of my mom. We need to remember the thief at his side who said, this day remember me when you come into your kingdom. And he said, This day you will be with me in paradise. We need to remember that. It gives us hope, strength, peace. We need to remember when he took one last breath, pushed up on that cross, and declared, It is finished. What is finished? The price for our salvation. Hallelujah. Remember my body. Remember, they took it down and carried it to Joseph of Aramaeus' tomb and put him there. Remember, for three days he was there, but on the fourth day, remember, he rose again. Hallelujah, the tomb is empty of our Savior. He's alive. And remember that he's sitting at the right hand of the Father right now, interceding for you and me. He's praying for us right now. Hear the preacher. Hear the word. Remember what I've done for you. And remember, I'm coming back for you. I'm coming back for a bride who is ready. A bride without spot, wrinkle, or blemish. I'm coming back for those I died for. For those I'm keeping. For those I cleaned up. I'm coming back. We need to remember this. Why? Because the interference in this life comes at us so fast paced. We forget this first. We forget this first. We begin to all of a sudden have doubts. We forget about the blood. Remember what about the blood, Pastor? Remember that this blood was not the blood of bulls and goats and pigeons. This was the blood of the perfect lamb without spot, wrinkle, or blemish. This was the blood that does not cover my sins like the blood in the Old Testament. When they sacrificed the bulls and the goats and the pigeons and it just covered the ark? No, this blood washes away all my sins. My sins, though they were scarlet, they are now white as snow. Why? The blood of Jesus Christ. We need to remember all of this. Why? So we do not forget and that is why we have what we call communion. Communion relationship. We're in a relationship we don't want to forget. We're in a relationship we want to remember. We have the Lord's table, the Last Supper, the Eucharist. This is not something. I wanted to make sure with the first time at the beginning of the year we learn some things and get it right this year. This is not something we do lightheartedly. This is not something we just go, oh, today's Communion Sunday. We just need to walk through this and get it done. Did they leave enough time? Uh, Come on. No, this is something that is to be reverenced. This is a holy moment. This is a time where we come into that room with Christ and he looks at us and he goes, do you remember me? How much I love you. Do you remember me? Have you thought about me this week? Because that's what communion ought to do. Remind us to remember. Because of interference. Interference. I've had people tell me, Pastor, we don't need to do communion once, but we will not forget. Come on. We probably should do it once a week. Because I can tell sometimes by prayer requests that we've forgotten. With that blood, he wrote my name in the Lamb's Book of Life and nobody can take it out. I need to know that. You may say, well, how quickly do we forget? Well, let me fast forward just a few years in the biblical terms. And let's go to a little church that Paul has started in Corinth. So turn to 1 Corinthians chapter 11. Paul was not there the night the disciples in Christ had the Passover. But he says, I received this Passover instruction from the Lord. And So here's what he says in 1 Corinthians chapter 11. They have in just one Generation, this is not even two generations, this is the first generation church. And here's what the condition of the communion is. In the following directives, I have no praise for you, for your meetings do more harm than good. In the first place, I hear that when you come together as a church, there are divisions among you. So PCA, no divisions. That word is schismata, divide, split. We cannot have divisions. If we, if we are divided in the church, we are doing more harm than good. Amen. And he said, and to some extent, I believe it. No doubt there have been differences among you to show which of you have God's approval. So then, when you come together, it is not the Lord's Supper you eat. For when you are eating, some of you go ahead with your own private suppers. As a result, one person remains hungry, another one gets drunk. Don't you have homes to eat and drink in? Or do you despise the church of God by humiliating those who have nothing? What shall I say to you? Shall I praise you? Certainly not in this matter. You see, it hadn't been that many years since Christ gave the disciples the pattern. Take the cup, take the bread. This is me. Remember me. Now in just the first church generation... Here's how they're having communion. It is not just a simple cup and a piece of bread. They are bringing full-blown meals to the church. And they are divided. They're not even doing it together. They have socioeconomic divisions, the rich versus the very poor. When they brought all the food in, the rich people would eat first, eat all the food, gorge themselves, let there be very little left, and the poor people would come in, and whatever was left, they would have to try to let everybody get at least one bite. There was divisions with finances in the church, divisions with people, divisions of races, divisions of creeds and color and backgrounds. And Paul says there is no division in the church. We are children of God. Every person has the same value in this house. Whether you're white, black, brown, yellow, red, it does not matter. No divisions. We have one Christ, one Savior, one Lord. And we are all one blood. We are blood brothers and sisters in Christ. Hallelujah. And Paul said, because of this you're desecrating this holy moment. You're taking the Lord's su- Supper make it something He never intended it to be. It is not a party to get drunk at. It is not some festival to come in and just eat and dance and party and have all these. No, no, no. It's a time to come in and to pause and remember. Look at verse 23. For I received from the Lord what I also passed on to you. The Lord Jesus on the night he was betrayed took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Eucharista, remember me. Be thankful In the same way, after supper, he took the cup, saying, This cup is the covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. For whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Paul said, I received this from Christ himself. Paul had a vision or two in his life. God revealed himself, showed himself to Paul. That was a great transformation in Paul's life. And Paul said, this is what I received, and this is how you're to do it. And we also look back at what he did, but we look forward to his return. Look at verse 27. So then whoever eats the bread or drinks the cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of sinning against the body and the blood of the Lord. That is serious. If you drink or eat unworthily, you're doing it not only against you, but against the Lord. For those who eat and drink without discerning the body of Christ, eat and drink judgment on themselves. Wow. Paul said, eat at home. Drink at home, whatever you want to do. But this is not the place nor the time to get full, to gorge, to get drunk and party. The purpose is to remember and do it together. No divisions. Wouldn't it be terrible if our churches would say, okay, for those of you who make this much money and above, okay, now is your turn to come to church. For those of you who make this much money and below, then you can come. Wouldn't that be terrible? Divisions. And what is our society doing today? Dividing us more than ever before. It's time when the church has got to come back with one unified message. We are Christ people, Christ followers. Unity. And he said this, examine yourself. Do an introspection of your heart. And you know what? Sometimes if I do it, I'm not that honest. I kind of give myself a lot of leeway in some things. But when I stop and let the Holy Spirit do the inspection, He does a very thorough inspection. And He brings back to my remembrance some things I thought everyone had forgotten, especially the Holy Spirit and I need to do this every so often and I'm here taking this bread and this cup and as a pastor I've got to say Lord if there's anything in my life the Bible says if you have something against a brother or sister it is better for us to go to that brother or sister and get that taken care of first then come back and take the bread in the cup this is serious this is not light-hearted this is not going through the motions this is not a ritual This is a remembrance. This is saying, hey, stop for a minute. Let the Holy Spirit look in your life. All of us need that. Maybe it's an action. Maybe it's an attitude. Maybe it's a word. Maybe it's a thought. All these things gets put under the light of the Holy Spirit and the Word of God and you have an introspection. Why? The Bible says it's better for God to discipline us here and go to heaven; therefore, to be no discipline, and we go to hell. God loves those He disciplines, and God disciplines those He loves. Discipline is a wonderful thing. We we put discipline into this category of well, hate and anger and visceral. I mean, no, no, it is love and grace and mercy. I love my kids enough to tell them don't play. In the four lane highway. I love my kids enough to say, Don't jump off this cliff. Well, you're putting restrictions on me. Yes. Because I love you. If I didn't love you, go ahead. Hope you make it through the day out there, on dodging the cars and playing, you know. See you tonight, maybe. I don't know. Jump off the cliff. If God's with you, you won't crash when you hit the bottom. Somebody once said, Pastor, going to church is not necessary to go to heaven. No, it's not. But neither is wearing a parachute when you jump out of a plane. It's not mandatory. You get to choose whether you take on the airplane. and the It's not mandatory. Sometimes we need to stop and be reminded because there's so much interference. Life has a lot of interference. The enemy makes sure there's a lot of interference. And it's far better today to get corrected. Amen. This week I saw an, uh, a, a commercial that just still, I, I, it hurts my heart. I'm not going to say you too much. You go home and watch it, whatever you want to do. Have your own opinion. This is just my opinion. But at the end of the commercial, the person said, I'm a lifelong atheist and I'm not afraid to burn in hell. Oh. Yeah. Well, I am. You may say, oh, so you're serving Christ by fear? At first, it was, I'm escaping hell. But then I came into relationship. And now, I don't care if there's a heaven or hell. It doesn't matter to me. I believe there is, 100%. But let's just say we get to the end of our life and there is no heaven and no hell. This is it. This life is still better lived by these rules and by these regulations than a life of anarchy. Hallelujah. Love is about communion. Love is about relationship. Love is about remembering. I don't want to forget. Christ does not want you to forget Him. I have forgotten so much about those who have died in the past. I often sit at my desk and the enemy knows what to push in my buttons. And he's going, yeah, when you die... There won't be anybody at the funeral or they're just there for the fried chicken and the potato salad <laughs> like come on let's go we're here for the chicken and salad let's go let's go now, I've often thought I want to make a video have it played at my funeral I'll say a bunch of stuff I couldn't say No. just <laughs> have a list of people that are not allowed in the church uh-uh, ain't. don't you dare act like you like me now we're human but because we are human we forget and we forget the most important things most of the time we have all these devices and yet still we forget things I still do I'm like, Lord, help my memory. He's like, I did, but you used it all up. Remember when there were phone books? I remembered that this week. And I remember that when I was younger, I had 40 to 50 phone numbers right here. I had them memorized. I didn't need the phone book because this, I know this number. And this week I was trying to think of the phone number of the first church I pastored. The phone number to the church, I could not remember it. This week, Sandy and I were trying to remember a sitcom. We were riding the road yesterday trying to remember the sitcom. And I told her, I said, I've just learned to stop trying to remember. Because <laughs> it makes me mad. If you ever tried to remember something you just keep on it? And you, just, you finally just get mad. Why can't I remember this? So between the two of us, we remembered it. We also were talking about our son's best friend in Farmington. We're like, what's his name? Ah, oh, what's his name? And then I, she said it starts with an S. I said, no, I think it's a C. Well, between the both of us, we finally remembered Cain. Cain was his name. But if you would have put a gun to my head, I'm dead today. I could not remember it. And I'm like, Lord, thank you so much that you know us so well that if we did not have this bread and this cup, we would soon forget all the things you have done for us. And we would think that it is somehow we are accomplishing something for ourselves. Listen, we don't get saved because of us. We get saved because of Him. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you shall be saved. Confess your sins and He is faithful and just. He will forgive us of our sins. But He did all the work on the cross. It is finished. We freely receive. But sometimes if we receive stuff freely, we don't value it. We need to remember the cost involved. We need to remember that it is the Eucharist and be thankful. Yes. Give thanks and remember me. We need to remember without having a mnemonic device. We need to remember because in the church we have have this wonderful, wonderful ordinance that helps me to remember. Because all of us need... To remember. You need it. I need it. And Christ put this into effect. So that we will not forget. Forget me not. Forget me not. If I were to ask you. What I preached on two weeks ago. Some of you might remember. Most of you will not. Why? Because we forget. But that Sunday, I had people tell me, that was awesome, great message. I needed that. It was just two weeks ago. Some of you remember because I really repeated this thing over and over. And when I say these two, three words, you're going to remember. Rats and tumors. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember, yeah. Why? Because something was brought back to your memory. Today we're going to have communion. But I don't want us just to kind of go through the motions. I want us to remember. So if I could have the people that are helping us with communion today, please come. In our church, we have open communion. Some churches have communion where only if you're a member can you partake. Our church, you do not have to be a member of this church, but we ask that you have an introspection. First and foremost, only those who are saved, who have invited Christ into their life, should partake of the bread of the cup, because if not, you do not know what he's done for you, because he hasn't done something for you yet. And for those of us who have received Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, we need to have a time of introspection and say, Lord, if there's anything in my life that's unpleasing to you, an attitude, an action, a word, anything in my life, please forgive me. I do not want to eat or drink unworthily. I've got enough to take care of without doing that. And so today I want us to take the bread and the cup and when you get it, just hold it. And they're going to be singing some worship songs. I want you to just take and hold it. And I want you just to remember some things. And I want you to begin to be thankful, Eucharista. Be thankful. Because I know how he changed my life. I know how he's cleaned me up. And he looked at me and he said, you're worth dying for, son, you're worth it. Sometimes we don't feel worth it, do we? But that's the enemy telling us lies. You're the apple of his eye. He never stops thinking about you. He's always remembering you. And today we need to take the cup and the bread and remember it. I'm caught up in
0: your presence. I just want to sit here at your feet. I'm caught up in this hope.
3: up in the bread. Would you please stand? Jesus, you don't owe me
0: say another song. Take me back to where we started. I open up my heart to you, to you Lord. I'm so star- God, that you're enough Take me back to where we started I open up my heart to you I'm caught up I'm sorry I'm sorry I'm sorry When I've just gone through the motions I'm sorry When I just sang another song, take me back to where we started. I open up my heart to you, Lord. I'm sorry when I've come with my agenda. I'm sorry. I forgot that you're enough Take me back to where we started I open up my heart to you
3: Today let's open up our hearts Let's don't let this communion be I, I just sang another song and I went through the motions and I want God to take you back I want you to remember when you got saved. Remember that? Oh, I do. I want you to think back and remember how much change has happened in your life. Think about it. From where you used to go and what you used to do and where you were on Sunday mornings when you weren't in the house of God and now you're in the house of God on a Sunday morning. The type of friends you had, activities you had, remember that. And then remember that moment when God confronted you face to face. He confronted you with your sin because He loves you. And you took that moment and said, God, forgive me. I'm sorry. Forgive me of all my sins. Wash them away with your blood. As far as the east is from the west, never to be remembered again. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Think back over time or maybe he's healed your body. Hallelujah. Healed your kids. Thank you. The only reason those two things are possible was because He loves us so much. And He sent His only begotten Son and He died for you. You're worth dying for. Don't minimize this relationship. I want it elevated in your life in 2022. Higher than ever before. Now I want you to take the next few moments. They're going to sing that song one more time. And I want this time to be just you and God and the Holy Spirit. Nobody but y'all three there. And I want you to do an introspection. Ask the Holy Spirit to show you. Amen. he looks into the dark corners where we thought, or in so much darkness no one will ever see it. He looks in the corners. And let him reveal truth to you. Pastor Karen.
1: I'm caught up in your presence.
3: Father God, show us our hearts right now. Holy Spirit. I just want to sit here Lord, I want you to reveal any action. I'm caught up in this holy moment any attitude, and never want to reveal any thought that needs to come to light.
1: Oh, I'm not I'm here, not here for blessing.
2: Bless. God, show us so that we
1: can say, I'm sorry, repent. Jesus, you secret. don't owe me.
3: just want you and nothing else Lord I want this relationship I don't want to lose it I don't want to break it I don't want there to be any contention between us I want to be so close to you and Father right now I ask you to forgive me of any action of any thought of any deed uh, of any emotion or whatever that should not have been in my life God you know I'm human and right now I remember it and I say God forgive me God clean me white as snow I do not want to drink unworthily today, but today I want to drink worthy. Why? Because you make me worthy. I am worth you saving. I am worth you keeping and cleaning up. And I am worth you dying for today. And today, I want to make sure that you have the worth in my life that I owe to you for all the things you've done for. If you finish that introspection, take the bread in your hand and like I said, you don't have to be a member of this church, but just make sure we got everything right here. Hallelujah. This holy moment. I don't ever want to forget you. Father today, in remembrance of you. Hallelujah. Oh, that body, thank you for the body. Hallelujah. That was beaten, mocked, plucked, ridiculed. Stripes, my healing, my peace was upon you. Thank you. I remember that today. The life I have in Christ is not because of anything I do. It's because you finished it on that cross. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And you rose again, and you give me hope today. Hallelujah. That when I take my last breath in this life, I am taking my first breath in your presence. At that moment, I will be with you. Hallelujah. And I remember that today, and I take this bread, and I take it because I remember that, and I thank you for it. Eucharista, I thank you. Let us eat together. Take and turn that over. Take off the lid for the juice. It's symbolic. But it's a visual lesson. This represents blood. The blood that washes, not covers. The blood that takes the darkest, deepest, worst sin of all mankind and leaves no mark and no trace. Paul said, of all the sinners, I am the chiefest. I was killing people who followed Christ, and now I am now a Christ follower. Father, if you can transform Paul, you can transform me. If you can transform me, you can transform any person because the power of the blood of Jesus Christ, the power that washes me clean, The power that says I am righteous, not my self-righteousness, but his righteousness imputed upon me. The the blood that says I am holy, not because of me, but because he is holy. Hallelujah. The blood that that says to him, I am your son. I am your daughter. I am blood. I have DNA that matches yours, Dad. You love me. You call me a son of the Most High God. We've been adopted into the family. Hallelujah. Paul said, the life I now live, I've been crucified with Christ. The life I'm living now is not my life anymore. It's Christ living in me. The hope of glory. Hallelujah. And I don't talk like I used to, and I don't go where I used to, and I don't do what I used to do. Why? Because he loves me. And he says, I've got a better way of living for you. Hallelujah. Today we thank you for that blood, Jesus that writes our name in the Lamb's Book of Life. Let us drink together. If you can find a place to put that cup. Do we have that microphone closed? I just think I want to sing that song again. How many of you are glad you're saved today? Hallelujah. Are you thankful for it? Aren't you glad he cleans you up? You, You know the song by now. Hallelujah. Can we give me a key of C there? We'll get going. You thought I was worth saving. Hallelujah. Come on. So you came and changed my life. You thought I was worth keeping. Don't throw that away. That's mine. You cleaned me up inside. You thought I was to die for, so you sacrificed your life so I can be free, so I can be whole, so I can tell everyone. Sing it again. You, you
1: thought, thought I, was I was worth saving. saving. Hallelujah, Lord. So, so you came and changed my life. You, you thought, thought I was worth. So you cleaned me up inside, inside. you You thought thought I was to die for. So you sacrificed your life so I could be free, so I could be whole, so I could tell everyone. You thought I was worth saving. saving. Hallelujah, hallelujah. So you came and changed my life. You thought I was worth keeping. Thank you, Lord. You so you cleaned me up side you, you thought I was to die, die. Lord. so you sacrificed your life So I could be free, so I could be whole, so I could tell everyone I know Sing hallelujah! Cause I am whole, and I will tell everyone. you hallelujah! I know. Come on.
3: Come on. Hallelujah. Who will go for me? Who will we send to bring me glory in this earth? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. And now I am free. Hallelujah. There's people this week that need to hear what God has done in your life. There's people this week that you've got to carry the glory. We're transporters. We get sacrificed in the end. That's okay. Because to be absent in the body, present with Christ. Man. And we remember. Don't forget. Forget me not. Forget me not. Forget me not. You can forget a dental appointment, but don't forget Christ. You can forget a lot of things. Interference. But don't forget Christ and what He's done for you and how much He loves you and how much He's going to do for you in the future. And don't forget, we're looking forward to a moment when I take off my crown and I cast it at His feet and I join millions upon millions of other Christ followers saying one word, Hallelujah, hallelujah to the God who changed my life, hallelujah, it's the same in every language, thank you God for that too, hallelujah, father today as we leave this house, we do not leave your presence, we take your presence with us, God this week if we begin to drink out of the glass, help us to remember the cup. If we begin to take a bite of food, help us remember the body that is always before us of all the things you've done for us so we will never look to you and say, God, do you love me? Of course you do. Where are you, God? I'm right here with you. And if we keep remembering who he is and what he's done for us, we won't scream out like that. We will cry out, thank you, Father. Going through some tough times right now, but I know you're there with me. I have that confidence. I have that peace that surpasseth understanding. I don't know how it's going to work out, but either way, you got this. And you love me. This week, church, think on Christ. 2022, let's make it a year that's not about what we have to have or what we want. Let's make it a year of giving Him glory. Hallelujah. Giving Him glory. I've talked too much. We're going to let you go. They're going to sing this.
2: We sure hope you were blessed by Pastor Bardwell's message. Join us anytime at PCACHurch.com and every Sunday at 2313 East Prospect in Ponca City.